Good morning, everybody. So I'm not going to do a lot of talking. We'll mostly just practice together with all of the things that, um, all of the information, all of the skillful means that we've been talking about over the past few days. It's really easy to get conceptual around this process and this practice. And so much of what is needed is just to be in the practice. And then we can kind of see for ourselves how the process of the mind-body works. One of the greatest invitations I'm going to give um, before we settle and start, and I guide you through a few things, um, is when you notice that moment that you notice that you're caught in thought, that you're in the bubble or on the train or whatever metaphor you're using that's useful, See if you can do what Dory was pointing us to yesterday, noticing that it's happening and then returning to this body. Because one thing about this body that we inhabit is that it actually doesn't, the body doesn't lie. The body tells us exactly what's happening and we tend to override it, doubt it, So when you notice you're contracted around a thought, you've tightened around a thought, see if you can just take a deep breath. Let your belly soften, make space, and see what's actually there. We don't have to search far. So to start our sit, really allowing yourself to engage with the body. No matter what you're thinking about, where you've been, whatever you're trying to grapple with, for now, keep it simple. Really land, let gravity hold you as it does on the cushion or the chair. What does this body feel like right now? What's my overall mood, vibe, expression, attitude? with this intimacy, 
Or what's this body doing right now? What's this body knowing right now? Ease, peace, comfort, discomfort, familiarity, sleepiness, restlessness. Wanting, not wanting. Not needing to reach too far. Just stay close. And then within that, allowing your belly to soften. Watching all the ways that we hold tight. And really with each breath, giving yourself space. And seeing if you can allow yourself to not judge or have an opinion about whatever this body knows. Maybe this body right now knows pain or discomfort. Bodies do that. Maybe this body knows numbness and neutrality. Not sure. Bodies do that. Maybe this body knows ease and joy, comfort. Bodies do that. So whatever your experience, 
Seeing if we can just acknowledge right now it's like this. Right now it's like this. It doesn't need to be any other way. Sometimes I like to practice what I call the neck down practice. For a little while my mind, my head, that part of my body is not invited. So what's your experience right now? Neck down. Can you feel neck down? This head gets a lot of ownership over something that's actually quite larger than itself. So what's it like to say head right now? You get to be in the background. I'm going to check out what's happening below the head. sensations, wisdom. And just let yourself really land in that neck down. What's going on here? What's it like not to resist? Allow your belly to be soft. Accept the A and rain. Allow. Yeah, this is what it's like right now.
Sleepy, totally okay. What does sleepy feel like? Sleepy can actually be quite pleasant, warm, heavy. Just check it out. What does sleepy feel like in the body? Not needing to push it away, resist it, make it bad. This is what sleepy feels like. Interesting. Get close, know it. Be curious about it. How do I know I'm sleepy? What tells me I'm sleepy? How is the body's wisdom showing itself? Restless, worried, anxious. That's what's present. How do I know that? Hmm. Rapid heartbeat, tight jaw, whatever it is for you. Just the body's wisdom. Even the body and the experience of wanting to get up, not wanting to sit too long. Okay, what's it like to soften the belly? I can do this, I can hold this. Building capacity. Whatever's going on for you, check it out. Get close to it. Know it. Like temples, talk. Know yourself. Ask the questions. What's it like right now? How are you right now? There's no part of this experience that's not okay. Wherever you are, whatever's happening, 
What's it like to soften your belly to it? To allow it? To know it? If we're used to resisting, what's it like to not even need to resist? If we're used to clinging and craving, check out what it's like not to need or want. Just allow. Let the body tell you. Sensations might show up as temperature. Sensations might show up as color. Sensations might show up as vibration, tightness, spaciousness. Letting the conceptual mind go and see what's present, see what's real right now.
So just checking in, where are you right now? Where have you gone if you've left? Allowing the belly to soften, connecting to the body. Making space. And helpful just to continue on the practices we've been learning. Thoughts arise. Noting thought. Not a problem, not a bad thing, it's happening. Am I caught up? Is it superfluous? Just seeing thoughts as thoughts. Concepts, ideas, judgments, plans, memories opinions. They happen and then we return. Helpful to soften, expand space. Watching how each thought affects our body. If the body doesn't lie, what is it like to interact with thoughts for the body? The body has a response to each thought. Rapid heartbeat, tightness in the belly. So just checking this process out, waking up to the effect that we have on ourselves. Just watching the movement, body, mind, body, mind, mind, body, mind, body.
pain in the body. The mind has an idea about it, a story. Ease in the body, cultivating, maintaining, allowing. Not a problem. None of this is a problem. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to ask you to stop meditating. Keep your posture. Keep your eyes the way they are, but stop meditating. Stop trying. Just exist.
So um, the next few minutes, I'd like to spend a little time um, working on continuity and transition throughout the day. Um, Because we're, as you know, well, hopefully you know, (laughs) that we're doing walking practice and sitting practice and eating practice and sleeping practice and then like time off practice and what does that look like? So what I'd like to do first is pay attention and work together on transitions. So some of you are already doing it. Some of you are already standing. But as you know, um, we ring the bell. And why I ask you, why I asked you today at the end to stop meditating is because I know for me, oftentimes the best part of my practice was like about five seconds between the bell being rung <laughs> and me standing up. And I was like, ah, oh, now I get it. Wait a minute, let's have 20 more minutes of this, right? So what's it like when the mind lets go of the idea that I'm practicing meditation right now? It's really formal. The bell rings. The ease, actually the ease of mind and body that comes when the bell is rung is the perfect place to be in our practice. It's a great place to be, for me anyway. That ease is what allows us to concentrate. It's what allows us to stay watchful. The tightening, the intensity, tends to make it a little more fleeting. So when, we, so when we go from this sitting practice, like we will today, to walking, no matter where you're walking, if you're walking to the bathroom, if you're walking to eat, if you're walking to go do walking practice, it takes a level of intention, awareness, cooperation with the body, to even stand up. Susanna, again, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> This was a big one for you. So right now we're going to do this together. Okay, we're going to stand up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? That's what we usually do, right? Like, we're up. But in actuality, there's a whole lot going on between us actually standing takes what first? It takes, what does it take first? Like intention. intention. Yeah. Okay. I am going to, right? I'm going to. Okay. Now what? What happens next? Yeah. But why? Why does that even happen? You know, does intention lead to muscle contraction? Maybe. Right. Okay. So that happens. Trippy. Like trip out on that. It's a little weird. We're so used to just doing it. We don't pay attention to that. And the same is true for so many things. The same is true for anger. The same is true for lust and horniness. The same is true for any thought or action that we take. Okay. What comes first? Intention. Nervous system, 
it's actually quite hard to stand up when we pay too much attention to it. Why would I stand up? Why would I even bother? It takes too much work. But we don't pay attention to the work that it takes to stand up. We just do it. How often do we just do it? Not a Nike, you know, plug. So really, like right, right now, check it out. Check it out. Okay. I know I want to stand up. My intention is to stand up. But I don't even know what to do next. Without just habit kicking in. What do, you, what, do we, what do we do next? Something happens next. You find your feet? Okay, how do I find my feet? It's weird. It's totally weird. It's really trippy. Okay, so we want to stand. We know that. There's a hundred of us in here that want to stand. Maybe it's group thought. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's buy-in. Maybe it's peer pressure. I don't know. What do we do next? Okay. But how do we even know we want to do that? What's before that? Thinking about shifting your weight. Okay. So intention, thinking about it. Visualizing it. Memory. Yeah. No right answer. Like, just check it out. <laughs> okay, I know I want to stand up, but I'm not quite sure how. So, okay, we'll, we'll do group thought. We'll do it together and see what happens. You check out what needs to happen next. The intention. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move my foot. I'm going to see if you guys all follow me. (laughs) Power. (laughs) Right? Power. Like, who's going to follow me? Who's going to do what I'm doing? Hmm. Check out this transition. The sensations in the body. The desire or lack of desire. Maybe the whole set, you're like, I can't wait to stand up. And now that you need to stand up, you're like, I can't, I can't stand up. <laughs> what does it take? What do we need to have gratitude for? I know a bunch of us up here all broken knee surgery, hip surgery, neck surgery. You know, we all have these broken parts that are trying to work it out. So take your time. No rush. What does standing, what does standing entail? The heart rate changes. Checking into all the body parts that are needed. 
You need your knees to unbend, your muscles to activate, joints to cooperate, circulatory, respiratory, all this just in standing. Do we think about that? No. Mindfulness, chitta, heart-mind-body system. Yeah, let's pay attention to that today. Let's make that part of our practice through the whole day. Why do I do anything? How do I know? Am I on autopilot all the time? It's kind of weird. Here we are standing. Now what? (laughs) What does it take even to open your eyes or close your eyes? Intention, nervous system, cooperation from the body. Can you stay mindful with your eyes open? So letting your eyes be open, looking around the room, do you lose mindfulness? Can you stay connected to your body? Continuity. Sense doors open. What do I allow in? Who's my doorman? Door person. Yeah, and just kind of moving around as some of you are, breathing. Let yourself totally trip out today. You don't need to figure anything out today, I promise you. What is this mind-body process? Why do we do what we do? Do we know? How connected are we to it? Is it habit? So then we're going to do the same thing to sit down. It's not just a plop. What does it take to sit down? Hmm. I could fall. I totally could just fall. That wouldn't be wise. Intention. Each muscle... There's so much communication going on in your body, in your mind. Allowing yourself to engage with all of it. So today as you move through the day, allow yourself to do that. Why am I doing what I'm doing? One of the things I really learned from 
being on retreat um, had a lot to do with the, the dining hall and hunger and food and the sensory experience around that and why I eat what I eat or don't eat what I don't eat or how hunger responds in my body. So just let yourself check it out. What do we, I, I love all the lizards around here. You know, because lizards, the reptilian brain is so interesting because the reptilian brain is just like, oh, warmth, sun. Okay, I'm going to lay on this rock. Feels good. Simple. <laughs> There's not much beyond that. Right? Reactive. It runs when it's scared. It stops when it's not. It's pretty simple, the reptilian brain. We have that too. So just let yourself see where, where you move, how you move, when you move, why you move. Keep it simple. Don't need to figure it out. Today's a good day to land in the practice. Are there any questions about any of... Do we have a microphone man um, over black shirt? Um, I have two questions, so I'll make them as quick as I can. Uh, the first one is about music. Um, sometimes when I'm sitting, uh, a song will enter into my head. Um, and there will be times when I kind of follow the song a little bit, like really paying attention to that song, which is good, or well, I, I enjoy it. Um, and then, <laughs> then sometimes I'll try to pop the bubble and go to something else, but it stays there. And it's kind of like a little background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's n nothing I can do about that. Um, so I was wondering what, uh, what your thoughts would be on dealing with music. Because really, like, music is it's in your head. It's not really real. But then that's kind of just what music is in general, right? Like, yeah. It's just your, your brain interpreting all these uh, vibrations and whatnot. And... So you're just repeating that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple ways. Um, totally normal, A. <laughs> um, couple thoughts. One is music as a thought, right? And we tend to have thoughts as visuals. visuals you know, for, so for me, my thoughts are more auditory. And some people have more visual thoughts. Right, so maybe you're more of a visual, visual thinker. I mean, an auditory thinker. So it's coming in in that way. Um, so again, it's a it's a non volitional thought in a way, like I was talking about the other night. Thoughts drop in, not personal. Don't need to make a big deal of it. Soundtrack, right? It's your soundtrack. Um, and then sometimes. The, the song, and I don't know if you have a particular song in mind, don't tell us, because then we'll all obsess over it. But um, sometimes it's actually, it has an emotional component to it, right? 
So there are certain thought songs, I know that there are times in my life when I need to listen to the saddest love songs ever, because that's where my heart needs to be met. I need to feel others' pain. I need to feel global pain so that I can, f- I can really dig into where I am. You know, and sometimes they're just like poppy, joyful, bouncy, dancey songs. Um, so sometimes it has an emotional content. You know, it's, it's letting me know maybe what my body's not telling me right now. So I don't know. I don't know what it is for you, but song, anyone else here having songs like running through there? Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's actually certain retreats that I'm on where for the movement period we do dance and we play songs and music and just like let that run through us and and it's and it's fine. It's not a problem. Just like any other thought. But maybe listen to it. You know, does it have a quality? So like, oh yeah, there's melancholy in this song or there's, you know, revolutionary in this song or there's something in this song that's really interesting that that's the quality that I'm choosing right now. Thank you. Okay. Um, That was very helpful. I I appreciate it. Um, Second question. Um, A couple days ago, um, we were talking about um, feeling what your hands, you know, what do your hands feel like right now? Um, And when, when we do walking meditation, there's a degree to which we have, or one has control over the sensations that they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like you can walk on rougher terrain or you can walk on um, something that's soft, et cetera. Um, and I was wondering uh, what, uh, what your thoughts were on, um, I guess, kind of indulging that A, during walking, but then be during sitting like for example when you're thinking about what your hands are feeling like um what if your hands are kind of rubbing each hand like like Mm -hmm. if you're you know rubbing your hands together that is a different feeling and that's actually something you have control over um and i'm wondering like to what extent uh would you advise exerting that control in kind of establish or creating those sensations Mm, yeah that's a good question i mean Typically, we're not trying to create an experience. We are paying attention to the experience that is happening. Right? So if the hands aren't rubbing against each other, what do the hands feel like just on their own? What's that experience? Sometimes it helps to create an experience so that we can like check in, so that we can tune in. We need something a little stronger and more powerful. Um, if we're not quite used to sensing into neutral... But but mostly, checking in, what do my hands f- experience and know without needing stimulation to connect to them? So I don't know, for you, mess, play with that a little bit today. Just check out, oh, okay, no stimulation. Can I feel them anyway? What does neutral feel like? Um, yeah, just that's enough. Yeah, thank you. Ooh, okay. Who has not asked a question in this? I know neither of you two have, so let's. Uh, I know you haven't either. <laughs> we'll see if we. 
get to all three. Hi. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I've been having really intense dreams since I got here, <laughs> um, the past two nights in particular, to a point where when I'm meditating, especially sitting, um, I can't really focus on anything else because I want to remember every minute detail mm. because I think that my dreams are related mm-hmm. to what I'm processing here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday was really difficult for me to focus and be present. And what I ended up doing was, I know we're not supposed to do this, but kind of dumping it into my journal. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, I felt a lot better I could focus but today Mm -hmm. I want to avoid doing that (laughs) and um, I guess I'm wondering to what point it is actually helpful to examine the dreams and then when to let go of them yeah no it's a really good question and me too I've had the craziest dreams being here. I always do on retreat. And sometimes I wonder if it isn't the pillows. I'm like, oh my God, everybody's dreams have landed in this pillow. And now I have to process them, right? (laughs) And then, I know that's not true. Maybe it's true. I don't know. But the other part, (laughs) the other part is, um, you know, the mind at ease and relaxed and not dealing with the everyday minutiae, you know, it's like when we're constantly having to digest just what happened today, we don't get the opportunity to get deeper into our consciousness, our psyche, all of those things. Um, So really for the purposes of this retreat and just for the practice, the Vipassana practice, the insight practice, is not to make too much meaning out of those dreams and not to pretend they didn't happen, right? So what is the experience? How did you wake up this morning? What was the overall quality of your experience? You know, I know... For me yesterday, I woke up in a lot of fear. So I was like, okay, I got to check into my fear. Not, not the stories of the dreams, because I cannot even figure them out. Right? But okay, this fear is present. Or this sadness is present. Or this longing is present. Okay, how can I work with that today? And that's what's kind of beautiful about dreams, because they're kind of a little foggy and messy and unclear. So we're actually forced to just have to be with the experience, the emotional experience, the, the sort of, you know, effect that it's having on us. So I'm just going to encourage you to say, oh, today this, these dreams made me feel dot, 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 confused. What is confusion like in this body? Right? What is loneliness like in this body? What is, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know what you're dreaming about, but, but really attending to the direct experience, if you can, the sensations, neck down. How do, how, what is it like, neck down? Can't figure it out. May never figure it out. Neck down, sensation. And that's how we truly get intimate with who we are, what we are, what we're going through. I don't know if that makes any sense. 
but stay close. This doesn't always help. Hi. Um, So I've been working a lot with continuity of practice um, through the whole retreat. And I notice, so I've felt very tuned into when I'm really bringing my awareness back to what's happening and when I'm kind of letting my mind like go on a rampage for a little while. Um, But what I've noticed is that what comes out of that is a really clear sense of how not fun it is for my mind, like Mm -hmm. how I just feel stirred up and kind of gross after. Yeah. And then out of that arises kind of an aversion to stimulus. Um, Basically, the result of that is that all I want to do is sit on my cushion all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'll like get out of lunch and I'll be like, oh, guess I might as well sit. And then it'll be walking period. And I'm like, do I really want to move? That's like a lot of stuff going on. Why don't I just keep sitting? Yeah. Um, And I can feel that there's kind of a contraction around that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure how to work with it because usually I sit when there's contraction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I I guess just really paying attention to the judgment around the idea around the contraction, (laughs) right? Like, is there judgment there? I shouldn't be, I should be. I don't want to. For now, let it just be, because you can. Sit. It's okay. You, You can, right? Yeah. So just sort of checking into checking into the checkout. Am I sitting to check out? Or am I sitting to actually look deeper? And if you're sitting to look deeper, great. Like, that's what we're doing here. It's not a problem. If you're sitting to check out, fine. Check that out. We're sitting to look deeper, right? (laughs) So it's not a problem. Like, we make problems out of not problems. Like, I can't even tell you how many people, maybe I already said this in the large room, tell me, like, everything's fine. What's wrong? You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, actually, it's okay. So just just let yourself be curious now. Let yourself be in the practice. It sounds like you're in the practice. It sounds like you're investigating. It sounds like, it sounds fine. It totally sounds fine. And I think curiosity is, is really helpful. So check out, look into, yeah, sitting is what feels right right now. Okay, that's it. Not a big answer, but yeah. Let's just do yours real quick, and then that'll be the last one. Um, One of the things that I feel like I've been teaching myself over the years is to not trust what my body tells me. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. if I go on stage to talk in front of people, Mm -hmm. like, don't trust the feelings inside. It's just fear. Mm-hmm. They're just body sensations. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. so hearing you say, like, listen to the body, it, it knows, um, is very opposite of what I've been training it. So mm. I'm not sure how to balance that because I feel like that not trust of what's going on inside my body has helped me do things that I've wanted to do, like learning how to backflip or something. Because um, your body really doesn't want to do any of those things. <laughs> um, any thoughts on that yeah no that's good no that's good well okay so the body can tell you 
the body's wisdom is fear. That's probably wise to do a backflip, right? Like, that's okay. So can I have fear? And can I have a relationship to fear? Maybe sometimes that fear is really discerning and tells me, "Uh uh-uh, you shouldn't do that. Because fear is there for a reason. It's a really good barometer of, because when I have fear and I'm going to walk into a situation that I know is harmful, I need to listen to that fear. I'm not going to just override it and say, ah, fear, wrong, bad, right? And sometimes fear, or maybe, maybe we don't actually call it fear. This is one problem with labels. Maybe we call it um, wise attention or, or a way to just pay a different type of attention is um, useful and helpful for us to grow, right? We, pl- we play with our edges. It's sort of like the word anxiety. Like I'm calling anxiety the new black because it's sort of like, it's a catchphrase. Anxiety is now a catchphrase. And anxiety, the sensation of anxiety, when we pay attention to the sensation, mimics excitement. Same physiological experience in our body. Rapid heartbeat, you know, like tightening in the throat, right, whatever. So paying... When I say it's our wisdom, it's like, oh yeah, that's there. Have habits, patterns, opinions helped me not see it clearly? But if we're tired, we're tired. If we're hungry, we're hungry, right? And even if I look at like lust or horniness, okay, the body's telling me that that that's alive and well, right? What we then do with it is different, so that's not what I'm pointing to. I'm not pointing to that we then follow everything the body tells us. But we do need to listen and pay attention. It sounds a little bit like, almost like the last one is just keep listening and continue checking it out. Keep listening. Yeah, because if you, if you say to yourself, fear, fuck you, right? Like, that's not wise either. Like, we need that, we need that direct telling. Yeah. The body knows. But if you say fear, I hear you, and we're going to experiment anyway, that's different. Then we get, to, we get to use our own discretion, our own discernment, right, on top of it. Thank you. Okay. So, whoa, I went way over. I apologize. Um, there are meetings, one-on-one sign-up meetings today. Those meetings are not... Um, those are for those people who need to have a meeting, right? So we all had these group discussions, got to share our questions. These meetings are if you're finding yourself really like in some kind of deep confusion, some kind of place that you're stuck. It's not a place for just conversation or to have human contact. It's really if you need it. If you've already had a meeting with a teacher please don't keep signing up for meetings unless that teacher has asked you to re-sign up for a meeting. Okay? So if that teacher has said to you, I want to meet with you again, please feel free. If not, leave this space for other people. I often have found that so many questions I have are answered if I just keep practicing. Really. And so many questions are not, are not answerable. And that's okay too. Okay? So that's one thing. Um, 
If you have multiple cushions around you, you've built thrones and you don't actually need them, please put them in the back over there because other people might need them. So when you leave this sit, take what you're not using. If you see something just sitting around, um, if you could help us put it in the back because I know sometimes people are looking. The other thing, <laughs> keep your clothes on. Well, <laughs> while in the proximity of other people. So there's something really beautiful. Again, back to the lizards who are loving to sun themselves. The sun feels so good to them. And I know to us it does too. But we are holding a container of, of renunciation. And, you know, it's like bodies are bodies. Like it, it, it arise, things arise for people when we look at naked bodies. <laughs> so if you can, not if you can, please, <laughs> please keep your clothes on, shirts, pants, just keep them on while you're here. Go to the beach when you leave here, take off all that you want. Um, but just for the purposes of the container of this retreat, um, I know it's, you know, God, if I could have my 25-year-old body again, that'd be awesome. But you just, you know, just <laughs> while you're here. One last thing is I'm leaving today. So I just wanted to share that with you. I am taking my 19-year-old daughter to New York City to school in three days. So I'm going to go home and help her pack and um, say goodbye to my young adult, um, one of my young adults. I also have a 21-year-old son. Um, so I will be leaving at lunchtime today. I will miss you all. <laughs> I'll be thinking about you all. Um, and thank you so much for your attention and care. Watch your transition. Okay, watch the transition now to walking practice. Pay attention. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.